It is time for Okaboji Broadcast with Jeff Thebe broadcasting from historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park. Welcome to Okaboji Broadcast, everybody. Come from our studios right here at Arnold's Park Amusement Park. Good friend of mine, Tom Turville, is here with me today. And Tom and Rebecca Peters have put out different books on the, the history of the roof garden. And now we have one that came out this past spring on uh, Rockin' the Green. And you've got a great event going on this weekend, Tom. You know, it's really kind of funny. This last summer, usually we kind of have a celebration every time a book comes out. And uh, this, this last year, we were planning a huge autograph party. And we were going to invite, Jeff was going to be there. We were going to invite everybody who's ever performed at Arnold's Park Amusement Park, 1989 to 2019 at that time. Yeah. And because, and, it, and the autograph party was going to be, we, I've done one before. And they're huge. I mean, last time I did one, we had like 75, 80 musicians, you know, oh, from man. three states yep. drive in to help celebrate um, their uh, their remembrance of performing here at Arnold's Park and Music Park in this case. And it didn't happen. Yeah, well, it, unfortunately, it was scheduled for, I believe, latter part of April yeah. when we were just a little <laughs> shut down at that point. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so kind of in a way... Um, you know, Becky and I never got to celebrate the book, and we're going to re-celebrate the book <laughs> in 2021. We're like a, the part we're going to probably we're going to have, definitely have our celebration of the book in the, the new roof garden ballroom. But you know, we're just going to keep going and going and going until all right, it's good, it's safe enough to do it, and there's enough vaccine out there, and we'll we'll move ahead. But yeah. uh, so we didn't get to do our book celebration last summer. So she and I were talking, well, let's do a, um, uh, a stream, yeah. a, a stream presentation on the new book uh, for the park and for the Maritime Museum. Uh, Burl and, and, and Keith and those guys do such a wonderful job for everybody. Yes. And we finally decided, well, let's not do it in September, you know, let's not do it in October. We finally said, we'll do it in November when nobody's going anywhere yeah. and they're kind of kind of staying at home, little did we know how staying at home everybody would be. We're, we're staying at home a little more than we planned. And, and trust me, guys, I got my mask right here. Yes, I, just, you do. I pulled it down two seconds ago. Uh, so we decided to do the stream uh, this coming Saturday, uh, the 21st at 2 p.m. Lots of places to see it. It'll be uh, on um, Arnold's Park Amusement Park's website. It'll be Arnold's Park Amusement Park's face, or I should say, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's also going to be um, the same for Iowa Rockland Music Association on their website and Facebook. It'll be saved to those. I'm going to be putting it over onto um, my Facebook, which has got lots of followers and lovers of rock and roll. Well, and you also, you, you put on a lot of things just on remembrances <laughs> of the roof garden. And I, I love looking at those old bands and so forth from the time yeah. and your commentary that goes with it, Tom. I, 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 I enjoy doing the post. I have, you know, last night I had a guy from Minot, North Dakota call me out of the blue and wanted to ask me about a band from the roof garden. And it's like, <laughs> it, it to me, that's what's fun. Yeah. So we're going to do this stream and the idea is to uh, kind of walk through a, a verbal tour through this particular book, Rock in the Green, right. uh, the history of Arnold's Park Amusement Park's music life, 1989 through 2019. Right. And uh, that's when this book came out, was, was in 19. We're going to talk about the book. 
uh, we're going to have a couple, Paul Plum's going to say a few words on behalf of Arnold's Park Amusement Park via a video, I uh, should say a video file, uh, Clay Norris, who's the Executive Director of Iowa Rock and Roll Music Association, will be participating. And then we, de we decided to invite a very special guest, a gentleman I know Jeff knows really well, and uh, probably one of the most performed entertainers ever in the history of Arnold's Park's music scene. And that even goes back to the old original Roof Garden, oh, yes, uh, Terry Klein. Yeah. And Terry's going to come as our special guest that day, and he's going to say a few words, and I'm going to ask him some, ask him to tell some stories about performing at the park. We won't go quite back and do the roof. We're just going to do the park and all his experiences of here, and we'll talk about all the various places in the park that performances have taken place. I think all that's missing on that list is a flag on top of a flagpole. <laughs> it's, I mean, there is not a nook or cranny at this park that hasn't hosted live entertainment, yeah, that's to right. be honest. And Terry and I were laughing. I, I think um, I think he's probably done them all at one point, <laughs> one point in time or another. Terry is very prolific. Let's, and, yeah. and has you know, and has Jeff. Jeff's done a lot of rock the roofs from the uh, majestic pavilion to the old metal roof garden building to the new metal roof garden building. And I believe he even did a show out on at that time, which is called the Green Space. It wasn't Preservation Plaza yet. Yeah. So uh, we're going to walk through and talk about some of the bands, some of the fun stories we learned. Uh, we're not going to go into all the good de juicy detail because we want you to buy a book. <laughs> and uh, we'll remind everybody where books are available and how much they cost. And uh, if you live here locally, they're easy to find. If you don't live here, you can simply, uh, locally, they're easy to find. Yeah. And um, we just thought we'd have some fun with this, with this book yeah. and do a really good look back through uh, the history of the music of Arnold's Park Amusement Park. Yeah, and you've taken a look at so much of it over the years in your various <laughs> books. And, and now with uh, Rock in the Green, uh, including the old space that uh, kind of lived out there uh, where the new roof garden, new the old new roof garden uh, on the footprint right, of that. Right underneath the floor of the new roof garden yeah. is where the old roof garden stood <laughs> almost you know, kind of almost inch for inch, it's pretty amazing. So when you're in the new building, you're literally standing right where, you know, the uh, all the, a lot of amazing groups like, you know, Head East and Johnny Lang and Susan Tedeschi. Oh my goodness, and the, we had the, the Dewey Brothers. Brothers. We had Dion, we had, uh, you know, all those, uh, yeah. like, I think, I think at that time it was 30 years of rock and roll. Well, that's 30 years ago now. <laughs> and then uh, we did a story in, in our new book, uh, Rock in the Green, and it's, I think it's a fun story that people wouldn't necessarily see coming. And when you go to see a show, and we did it on Jerry Lee Lewis, and what happens when you sit down in your seat, you watch a show, you see everything, you hear or you don't hear an encore, you buy a couple of souvenirs, you applaud and you leave. Yeah. That's the typical concert experience. Right. We're gonna give you the entire story that night of Jerry Lee Lewis at Okaboji, Iowa, that took place behind the stage. Yeah. Everything that wasn't on stage that night kind of was, but what was going on behind stage that influenced what happened on stage. And uh, all I'll tell you about that story is I believe James, the legendary James Burton was with him that night. Yes. And James told me from, from his recollections, as he called them, he says, that's the first encore I ever heard Jerry Lee do in 15 years. Amazing. So why did Jerry Lee Lewis do an encore? 
let me bring you to the magic book called it's you know that will tell you the story we'll tell you why he did an encore that night and it's fun it's it's true jerry lee lewis to yeah. i mean to the nth degree and uh oh the band he had with him that night like i said james burton and kenny uh, uh kenny buttram and oh my gosh the uh, people that were in that band it was like wow yeah. you sat back and you go there's rock, there's so much rock history up on that stage it's kind of <laughs> hard to believe and you know that's a big part of the music of Arnold's Park Amusement Park. We'd look at the person out front singing or their names on the poster of the handbill, but who is behind them? Yeah. And some of the people that are behind the stars are jaw-dropping. In some cases, they went on to be bigger stars than who you bought your ticket to see, yeah. literally. I mean, they're, they're absolutely stalwart names entertainment today, but they were hidden that night because they were the guy in the back corner or the, the girl over on the side on the keyboards or what have you. Right. And, um, yeah, that's a lot of what Rockin' the Green's about. And your book's got that to share. So <laughs> you've, you've got to buy a book to find that out, but you are going to share the story of uh, with the killer, Jerry Lee Lewis, and behind yeah. the scenes. And I don't find it hard to believe there's a lot of backstories with Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the first time I think anybody's probably pulled the veil down, and as we did in the book, and you're really going to learn a lot uh, about Jerry Lee. And, and I'll, I'll just tell you another fun story. I don't want to give it all away. Yeah. But Jeff knows, knows the name. So Jerry wasn't feeling well that night. So we went backstage you know, to hang and sit with him and talk and, and, and just you know, spend some time, which Jerry Lee doesn't usually host many people to spend time. He just doesn't do that. And he goes, oh, he goes, oh guys. You know, uh, he said, oh, Jerry Lee's not feeling good tonight. But he says, that's okay. I brought my doctor with me. And John Sen, who was the co-founder of Iowa Rock and Roll Music Association with myself, we looked over and Jerry Lee says, maybe you guys would like to meet uh, Dr. Nick Nakapopoulos. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick, basically. And of course, that was Elvis's doctor. doctor. <laughs> he was the one that lost his license for a while for overprescribing That's Elvis. Right. And I look over and I went, holy smoke. Yep, good old Dr. Nick. Now, they're doing a good backstory. You're kidding me. That's your doctor for the night. <laughs> and the story just goes on from oh, there. But, um, fun stuff, Tom. It's You know, there's... There's so many stories in the world of rock and roll and music at Arnold's Park and Music Park, and I'm not even talking about the old Roof Garden Ballroom. Yeah. Uh, I, here's a fun trivia question for Jeff about the Roof Garden, and uh, it's it's something I just discovered in the last few months. Actually, teen hops, sock hops, I don't want to call them rock and roll because rock and roll wasn't even invented yet. Right. Teen Hops and Sock Hops started at the Roof Garden in 1953. There wasn't I, even rock and roll yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. There, there was a way they did music to appease teens. Of course, I remember them calling like uh, Frank Sinatra uh, yeah. like teeny boppers. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, Frank, Frank Sinatra was looking, you know, and, and when the Roof Garden started, I don't want to go about the roof, but when the Roof Garden started rock and roll, it was the Crew Cuts, the Hilltoppers, the Four Freshmen, it had nothing to do with rock and roll. It was four guys who could sing and wouldn't upset mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and somewhat, you know, also like that, you know, the park has, I think, booked amazing live entertainment, but they've also booked to the niches, you know, of the time, you know, that fit the norms, yeah. I guess the nicest way to put it. 
But there's a few things in, in, in the book that uh, they jumped outside the norms <laughs> numerous times, I can tell you that. A lot and, of surprises. Yeah, and we, and we, we mentioned, we, we address those, and uh, we talk about those in the book as well. So Very good. Uh, I'd love to have everybody, you know, watch the stream, uh, join Becky and myself live. Uh, we're going to be doing this live this coming Saturday, the 21st, at 2 p.m., and you can watch it, I think, in four or five, six different places, but on the Parks website, on the Iowa Rock and Rules website, uh, it'll be on Rebecca's Facebook, it'll be on my Facebook, Tom Turville or Rebecca Peters, and it'll be in lots of different places, and uh, I know uh, at least one guy in Minot, North Dakota, right up on the far, right on the edge of the Canada, is going to be watching live, because <laughs> he was want to know about his band, because his band played the park. He goes, are we in the book? I go, yep, you're in the book. Beauty of today's technology, <laughs> way up there on the Canadian border, can take part in the stream. And who would have thought, you know, he'll be watching live, you know, from the far reaches of the north, northwest corner of North Dakota. Uh, but hey, that's what's fun. And, that's what's and fun. We're, really, we're really looking forward to doing this. That's one of the things we've learned during this whole COVID thing is how to uh, march on and, and keep communication going. So again, the event is this Saturday, 2 p.m. Look at it on those uh, different Facebook sites and... Uh, and they're going to have some insight on the new books and insight on rock and roll in the Iowa Great Lakes and Arlen's Park Amusement Park. And it turns out to be a lot of fun. All right, my friend, you have one more thing there? One more thing I'm, I'm going to add about the, about the new book. I think you might have fun with it. Why did we start in 1989? I should say 1989 was the year this book started. So why did we do that? Why didn't you do something from 1986 or 1985? Well, the truth of the matter is, is the Rough Garden Ballroom served as the entertainment delivery system for the park. The park didn't need to do entertainment because they had the roof garden doing entertainment. But the roof garden was torn down in 1987. And between 87 and parts of 88, it was all gone. That's even when the auction took place. Right. And during 88, the amusement park uh, board, I'm sure it must have been an interesting board meeting, <laughs> as they looked at one another and said, uh, I think we need to get in the entertainment business. And I don't think they were planning on the entertainment business. So by 89, uh, they, were, they were in the entertainment business and they had to get going and get going strong and fast. And you'll see in the book, it's a really up and down hill for entertainment at the park. But once they hit that new metal roof garden that actually was built by Chuck Long, mm -hmm. and Chuck Long and John Grosvenor did that, got that building going. When that building went up, uh, it was like they blew the top off live entertainment at the park because they could do things and they wouldn't get rained out and they were inside and then they grew crowds too big for that and they then put them over on the grass and in that intermingle period uh, they did park uh, shows in the Majestic Pavilion and under the roller coaster out on the grass. Yeah. You know, you're listening to somebody doing a hot song on stage, you look up and here's the roller coaster going <laughs> yeah. over the top of your head. Remember it, well, um, yeah. it was fun. It was so fun. Th those are the kinds of things that we'll be talking about this Saturday, the 21st at 2 o'clock, and we'd love to have everybody just, uh, view in, uh, take a look, buy a Christmas present, <laughs> and uh, we'll just have some fun. Very good. My friend, thank you for joining me here thank today. Thank you. Always good to have my friend Tom Torville here with us, of course, with uh, his various books, he and Rebecca <laughs> Peters on the roof garden and entertainment here at Arnold's Park and Music Park. Hey, we want to thank you for taking time with us today, and we want to thank you for watching us right here on Okaboji Broadcast. 
Hokoboji Broadcast, broadcasting from historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park, is brought to you by the Scott Troutman State Farm Agency in Spirit Lake, by Pure Fishing, located in Spirit Lake, by Last Touch Painting and Cleaning, providing interior, exterior, and house painting and professional cleaning services in Spirit Lake, by Quest Wealth Management, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, with advisors Jan Spielman, A.J. Spielman, and Erica Wachholz by Ducky's Marine and Motorsports Repair in Spirit Lake, Bank Midwest, Dream Big, Plan Wisely, Live Well by Lakes Regional Healthcare and Avera Partner, Brands Law Office located in Spirit Lake by Ruth Van Locker, where carnivores are welcome on Hill Avenue in Spirit Lake. By Back Engineering Services, located in Spirit Lake. By B Radiant Laser Skin Studio in the Okaboji Plaza in Okaboji. And by Michael Thorson Farm Bureau Office, located in Spirit Lake.